Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Well, good morning, everyone. It's that wonderful day of the week, Wednesday. A lot of people call it hump day because it's getting close to Friday, but I'm... I like to call it the superhero school day. That's what I'm starting with now because we started the superhero school. And I just wanted to lead in with the idea that over the next year, you are going to be given an enormous amount of ideas, many different types of exercises, viewpoints, concepts, just so much and at times you might want to throw your hands up in frustration or overwhelm because you're just you're just not sure when do you use the material what's the best time to do this which is better do I do it all do I do one thing you're going to have a lot of questions about it you won't be uh, sure what exercise to use and all of that and the reason I'm talking about it now is because I've been reviewing a lot of the information from Joan Culpepper over this last week, and I remember being overwhelmed. Almost every week would come some new concept, some new exercise to use, some new piece of information to get more stuff on, uh, many ways of helping ourselves. There's an inordinate amount of ways. So I remember thinking, I can't hold it all in my head. I can't hold it all. I can't, I just can't keep track of it all. There's so much. And I'm really only going to be able to, even in a year's time, bring you some small percentage of it. Because I had it every single week for four plus years every week. Plus, that was just the one Wednesday group. And then Joan had other classes. Um, other workshops, other uh, opportunities, that more information would come in. So I'm only going to be able to touch the tip of the iceberg. Well, I'm more than the tip of the iceberg because I'm actually, when I unfold it, I am going to be combining a lot of the material. So we might get something over two weeks or three weeks, and I might give it to you in just on one show. Um, So it's not the tip of the iceberg. I probably will get to you a third to a half, maybe two-thirds. I don't know yet. And then, of course, I continue to bring in information myself, most of which I don't record when I'm getting just information on uh, some holes or something. I'll read something from Joan, and I'll have two or three questions, and I'll go in and fill the gaps. I don't record that. It doesn't get typed into anything. If it's relevant, I might bring it up in a show, <laughs> so it's recorded, but it's not written down anywhere. So um, it is what it is, but in any case, I just want to give you some encouragement to just move with the flow. Some of the information you're going to really resonate with, go ahead and use that. You can use 
that over and over again. There isn't anything that I'm going to be talking about or any exercise that I'm going to give you that isn't incredibly great, I mean, positive ways that we can help ourselves. If you so, if you just really love one piece, go with it. Go with it. If you if there's several things that talk to you, use several things or hop back and forth. Depends on how much time you have. If you have 30 seconds or a minute, you just use one thing. If you have three minutes, maybe you bring in a couple, couple three things. I mean, who knows? I just want to reassure you that with more information, with more possibilities, you have more choice. It's simply that. You have more choice of what to use. Nobody knows. I don't know. Nobody knows exactly what it is that you, where you are that day, could you know, could need, could want, could would be helpful to you. Nobody knows. So, or to someone maybe if you're working on someone. So the point is, you you know, if we allow ourselves to get, like I did, because as I'm talking from experience here, caught up in the worries that maybe I'm doing it wrong, maybe I have to do it in a certain order, maybe I have to always use these two energies together or these five energies together or it's not going to be good or be right, I would get all caught up in that kind of thing, and I've luckily been doing this long enough that I've moved past it, but trust me when I say I remember what that's like, and it, it kind of puts shackles on you. It makes We get so caught up in the worry that it's, instead of just doing the, the information and doing the exercise, um, we spend a lot of energy on that worry, so I'm just here to say, don't worry if you can. You just use whatever comes up for the moment, okay? Now, second, superhero school that we're now in, as you know, is a place anyone can go. That's why I love it. There's no applications, no fees, no minimum requirements, no grade point averages, no tuition, okay? And you can walk in anytime you want and take whatever course you want. In other words, you can listen to the show every single week, once a month, three times a year, whatever you want. You can take it in whatever doses that is right for you. Um, <clears throat> and that's what's so great. Nobody is going to fail you because you haven't gone to every class or you missed the final exam, which of course there won't be one. <laughs> but there is one thing. And this is the hope that each of you will make the commitment to the self and to your destiny. So the encouragement is to attend, to practice, to work on the using the exercises or the information in some way. Remember that we're here because we've made that commitment to help accelerate the evolutionary process of the, of the four lower kingdoms. But that aside, you will be changing your own life for the better. So the superhero school is not just to become a hero for others, but we start with ourselves. Because nobody else can do it for us. We each need to do it for ourselves. That's the big key here. And so I do want to encourage you to commit to 
the superhero school, to the classes, to the radio show, to or somewhere. It doesn't have to be this radio show, but I, I don't know of any other superhero school that's presently in session. But in any case, I want you to really commit if you can. And again, you're, it's going to be when it's right for you. For example, this week, no, last week I encouraged you all to practice using the power, the power of the miraculous and to pick something you wanted to change and all of that. Well, first of all, after I finished the show, I realized a lot of people that don't hear the show for a week or three or even five after the fact, they listen to the archive show. So <clears throat> I wasn't expecting to get any feedback from that show, but, you know, our my honorary co-host, Robin, has sent me feedback, and I'll give that to you in a minute. But the thing... The thing that was, the second thing that happened for me after that is I thought, well, if I'm giving them homework, I better be doing it myself. And, of course, I didn't have to talk myself into it. <laughs> you know, I'm doing it anyway. But I really stepped it up, and I really focused on using the power of the miraculous. Well, the first thing that happened is I couldn't decide what to do it on. I mean, there were just so many choices, right, guys, that we all have a laundry list. There were so many choices, so that was the first thing. And then after a couple of days, I thought, well, okay, instead of jumping around, I'm just going to focus on transformation, the total package transforming in the highest ideal. In other words, transforming physical body, transforming, you know, my outer reality, you know, transforming my life in every way into a higher state of health, balance, joy, expansion, etc., and I figured that my pure soul essence and the higher self would certainly know what to work on as long as I aligned myself with that idea and put the energies into transformation. Now, because I was really, I mean, this is why I love this show. Because I'm committed too, guys. I'm here every week. So I'm, um, it helps me too. So I was so into it in the first few days I'm telling you, there wasn't a time during my day. You know, normally I'm doing some sort of something once, twice, three times a day. Well, after the show, I was every single opportunity. I don't know. I don't care if I was unloading the dishwasher or folding my laundry or uh, making my bed, which it wasn't making my bed because I don't make my bed that often. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, you know, that's the truth of it. Um, I just throw the blanket over it. Uh, but in any case, toweling my hair, drying my hair, I, I, I was every opportunity at the grocery store, waiting in line, uh, I just any little kind of mindless activity that I found, and they were dozens every day, I was calling in that the pure soul essence or the power of the miraculous or divine transformation all of the things that I was thinking about and working on. And then, so that was pretty amazing. So I know we can spend a lot of time doing it. And the interesting thing is, the more I did it, the easier it was to think to do it some more. Yeah, that old habit body, the habit imprint thing really works. Because again, the more I did it, the more it would instantly come up for me to do again when there was another opportunity. So that was really interesting. The second thing that was interesting is 
at some point, I have a lot going on over the next four, five, six weeks. And so I realized I had to get together the information for the show uh, ahead. I'm going to be away for two days, and I thought I would do, try to do some pre-tape shows. And then I'm very busy over the couple of three weeks before I go away. And so I knew I wouldn't have as much time to do uh, the show. So I was working my little heart out, guys, for to try to get topics and what I'm going to talk about for six weeks. And what do you know? I almost came to a screeching halt doing the energy work because I was so engrossed and so focused for many, many hours, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. I spent a lot of time on it. Of course, I had other work I had to do, but I, it, I was shocked. It wasn't so much Saturday that it was really started Sunday. I really was shocked that as intensely as I was doing it for two, three, four days, it was more than two, it was three or four, four days, That and I, I hardly didn't think of doing it, suddenly I was came to a screeching halt. So that's my point. You're going to find times with as much commitment as you have to something, it's not going to happen. Something is going to get in your way. Something big is happening in your life and your focus of attention is taken away. And I want everyone to understand that there is, that is that's normal. That is nothing to get on ourselves about. Okay. Now, I think it was Sunday morning. Is it Sunday morning? I think it was Sunday morning. I'm working great guns on this transformation, you know, the power of the miraculous, thinking about it all day long. And I go in, and Sunday morning, the higher self came and said, well, the what's really important is to clear the heart center, that we really want to work to move into carrying the higher heart consciousness to the very highest level that we can. And in this way, the power of the miraculous is much more uh, easy to use, uh, will be more, will, um, shoot, how to say it. I can't remember exactly how they said it, but they said it was really important to, to, to focus on higher heart consciousness. So that morning, I really, I mean, I had some information. I, I already know about higher heart consciousness. It's, I talk about it in my first book. It's toward the end of the book, I think. And so I worked really hard Sunday morning to clear my heart chakra. And of course, I've worked on all my chakras quite a bit over the years. And I've been told by people who work with chakras that mine are quite open at least and 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 more open than than many but for our purposes guys we want it to be completely open we want to um we want that heart higher heart consciousness consciousness energy to be there in its purity and for us to be living out of that place so i worked really hard on it while i was out and did a really big shift, I felt. And it's always amazing to me when I feel these big shifts because I've already worked a lot on it. I've already made a lot of progress. So uh, that's to say that we, it's a, it's a process and we're not living out of that state of perfection yet, guys. That's where we're hoping to get. But in any case, um, 
it was at that point the higher self encouraged me to talk about divine love, talk about higher heart consciousness, and I'm going to be doing it in more than one show. I'm not sure for sure if it's going to be two shows together, the show and next week, or I'll skip a week. I'm not sure. Um, but it is pretty key. Higher heart consciousness is pretty key, especially for us superhero uh, school attendees. <laughs> And we're going to be superheroes for ourselves first, and then we're going to help others with it. Now, I did get some feedback from Robin, as I mentioned, and or maybe I didn't. Did I mention that? I can't remember. Anyway, she's. I, I have to re- read you what she said. And she's on. Hello, Robin. I'm so glad you're on. And I'm going to be doing a healing for her son, Ryan, also today. So that is should be a very interesting healing. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But first, I want to tell read you what she said. She said, sign me up for superhero school. <laughs> she said she loved the idea of our becoming our own superheroes and tapping into the power of the miraculous. And I resonated with the orb symbol, she said, during the exercise when I work with it, which means she's now working with it. Terrific, Robin. I'm so glad. Uh, it becomes like this amazing portal that I walk through into a whole new land or dimension of light, power, love, healing, and intensity. Well, that sounds really great. She said, it's very intimate, like the deepest part of me, and I love the feeling. I wish I could live in that space always. So that was what she said about that. And then another day she wrote when she said, I continue to find many areas in my everyday life where I can apply the power of the miraculous. For example, today, I was thinking that I want Tracy to test a bunch of supplements for me. But then I thought, I should just learn to use the pendulum and test them myself. I I have this limiting belief that I'm just not as good at using the pendulum. But it's just a belief. With a little practice, I should be able to learn how to do it. Why not? I need to step up and trust my own power to be my own superhero and stop giving my power away to others. Well, that was so exciting for me to read because this is exactly the area that this kind of, this working on this stuff is going to lead us to move more and more into recognizing when we have a belief system, which is what she did, and then take the step forward and work on it for ourselves. And this is a small thing, and this is where this is going to help you guys. It starts out small, and the next week, the next month, the things will continue to grow and expand, and there's going to be more and more of them. And they really add up. So it's fantastic, and I'm really excited, and maybe, (laughs) maybe Robin, you'll test a supplement for me one day. No, I'm just teasing. Um, But that gave me some ideas, too, because I also go to somebody and have my supplements tested from him. He, from him, he's an applied kinesiologist. And when I was reading that, I'm thinking, oh, well, this is another area I need to work on for myself. So this is what I love about sharing, that we all get ideas, that we all give each other feedback, and we're empowering each other to find ways to move forward, to find ways to help ourselves. So it's really great. Okay, now I do want to tell you about the healing request from Ryan. I am going to be talking about higher heart consciousness first. Then I'll have an exercise we're going to do. and But I'm going to move directly from that exercise into the healing for Ryan. So I'm not going to stop and tell you about what we're going to work on with Ryan uh, in between because I'll be in frequency and I want to just keep moving forward with it. 
Excuse me. So, so I'm going to tell you about the healing request uh, that Robin brought in about Ryan. And she said, Ryan's getting out of jail a week from Wednesday on March 16th. So that's coming up, guys. Uh, I've been working on cutting slash neutralizing the cords with him, mostly emotional blueprints, but also beliefs and habits regarding my over-responsibility towards him, particularly regarding money matters. When I last talked to him on the phone, I mentioned that he had to be more financially responsible for himself when he gets out of jail. And he immediately went into an intense victim-victimizer pattern, saying in essence that the fact we haven't given him more money is the reason for all of his problems. Ah, that's a tough one for a parent to hear, but luckily, Robin, I I'm, know is uh, not hearing it in that in the most difficult way that she probably used to hear it back, hear it in. Anyway, because she goes on, she says, this, of course, is his fear, denial, and delusional thinking. Remember that, that Ryan, guys, if you haven't heard the show, he's a paranoid schizophrenic. So he ha- definitely has delusional thinking, and he's not thinking in the you know, the normal, logical way that some of us might think. And um, But anyway, she says, and this could not be further from the truth, we've given him so much money for so many things. And, you know, he hasn't worked, and she's been supporting him, and he's in his late 20s, I believe. So she she has definitely been uh, been there with the money. Now, so she says, I would like to do a healing specifically on Ryan and his victim-victimizer pattern. It's huge, it's complex, it colors his whole outlook and philosophy on life. I don't know if it can be healed in this lifetime, but I know it can be worked on. And that's exactly it. When somebody has a pattern that that's, is that entrenched and he's not even consciously aware about the healing, doing it in one lifetime might be difficult. But you know what? We're in a special time now, guys. We're in a time where the evolutionary frequency in the whole universe, let alone our planet, is expanding exponentially, and a lot can happen in this time that couldn't have happened before. Um, In addition, the planet itself has moved up in frequency because it's getting ready to make its big leap into the fifth dimensional uh, arena in 2000, approximately 2,000 years. So the planet itself is gearing up its own evolutionary frequency. So you, you couple that with the evolutionary thrust, and we're in a absolutely prime spot now to do a lot of good and for ourselves and for others so we don't know but we're but not knowing isn't a reason not to work on it just exactly what robin was saying okay i just have to get some water guys you know i'm always talk 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 okay now i want to talk about higher heart consciousness Now, I do want to just give a little preamble to say that I I read a lot of stuff about higher heart consciousness, a couple hundred pages, I think, uh, over the weekend. And that reading the, the transcribed material from Joan is... It's not like reading one of my books. It, it's like reading a textbook. It's very slow going. There's a lot to think about, a lot of terminology. And for someone who 
didn't have the background because I literally never missed one week when I was at Jones Superhero School. I never missed one week. Of course, she didn't call it that, but that's really what it was. I never missed any. I mean, there were times I was away, but I got the recording of the show and would listen to it. So I, as the weeks went by, you you know, you start to accumulate the the vocabulary, the understanding, the, the, the context. So it, at the time, it all felt right. It was all, you know, it was all great. But when I go back to read it, I see how incredibly esoteric it is. Or not esoteric, but more um, just very intellectual, uh, like reading a college or grad college or a grad college graduate textbook. I mean, it's very, very um, textbooky. <laughs> so. It took me a long time to read through it, and they a lot of the stuff about higher heart consciousness does relate to the infusion of the Christ concept on the planet. Now, every planet that houses life forms goes through an infusion of concepts in the same order, and I think I briefly mentioned this earlier this year. I don't remember. You're going to get a whole bunch of material on this at some point. But I just did want to make you aware that this, the concepts on this planet were not, did not go to the highest level that they, they could have gone. Um, and the reason was that very, it's a long story actually, and I'm not going to give you the story, but in fact, each concept that was infused never went to the highest level. So the concepts that came after it, didn't go to the highest level. And it, it just was, there was this whole, uh, I don't know, backlog or backlog isn't the right word. Um, just behind. It, it was just behind. It was it, it's as if in some ways this school, this planet was in a, a very poor section of town, didn't have the proper books, the proper resources uh, for the students many too many students in the classroom and it was very difficult to learn. Uh, the teachers weren't paid as much, so you didn't get as, as good teachers perhaps. You know, so by the time the students graduate from high school, they've had problems and it's they've not done well in grade after grade after grade. So they're just not ready to, or let's say they by the time they, they graduate middle school, they're not really ready for high school and, and that kind of thing. That's really the kind of thing that happened on this planet. Um, the resources were plenty, but there were other reasons. So the information about higher heart consciousness is all tied, not all, but uh, a lot of it was discussed in relationship to the higher heart consciousness infusion on this planet, which sometimes is called the Christ concept, because that's it was at that point in time that the higher heart consciousness energy was brought to the planet in a big deal, in a big way, and all of its meaning was to be tied up with that time period. And it didn't really unfold exactly right. There were some things that were were unfolded well, but, but it was done in the best, you know, going in they knew it wasn't going to be right because the planet was behind. It's very hard, for example, for a teacher to come in in ninth grade when the first eight grades, the students aren't reading at eighth grade level, they're reading at third grade level. The ninth grade teacher 
you know, then has to deal with the students that aren't ready for the ninth grade material. And this is really what happened for uh, for those who were involved in the infusion back in the it, 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 2,000 years ago. So anyway, I've, I've chosen in my discussion of higher heart consciousness to leave out the religious or not religious, the um, well, in a way, there are these terms like Christ consciousness that tie this information. I, I was concerned that it might tie the information to a religion that it really isn't supposed to be tied to that religion. There will be a time when I'm going to go into and explain, uh, and it's pretty fascinating, about the concept, how it went on some other planets how versus how it went on this planet, why it didn't go properly here, what we as superheroes are going to eventually be doing about it, et cetera, et cetera. And I will use and explain those terms that the higher selves give. I will explain them to you in context then. Right now there isn't context. So I'm going to be talking about this higher heart consciousness without bringing in that infusion or that that concept that was infused 2,000 years ago because that's a whole topic in itself. And that's part of the issues that I'm having with this material. <laughs> so it's related. Everything is related to everything else. So anyway, I'm going to get moving here. So higher heart consciousness means love as it pertains to the highest vibration and purity. Okay. Now, the at this point the higher self okay so love is at the highest the very highest concept and we'll get a little bit more into that in a minute but but they also discuss something they call lower heart consciousness and a reason why i think this is important to bring this out for you all is because so often lower heart consciousness is interpreted as bad or evil or something like that, when in fact it really isn't that. Now, lower heart consciousness is really the intermingling of the unremembered animal nature with the human soul, where the animal nature has not fully amalgamated into the purity of the of the amalgamated into the human soul to maintain the to manifest as the human soul in its purity. So once the animal nature is fully amalgamated into that higher vibration, then we then the purely human nature is present. Okay? So the lower heart consciousness is really something that is present simply because, you know, when the humans are evolving, when we evolve through the human kingdom, we're carrying, when we move out of the animal kingdom, we're carrying the animal nature, okay? We're not human yet. We're born, first bo- first, first human body, okay? We come in, we're born. Do you think we have any of the human nature? No. We are carrying the animal nature and the whole journey is to give birth to, to process, to bring us to the higher and higher awareness and consciousness levels of the human nature so that in time we move into the purity of that human nature 
But until we do, we're intermingling the animal nature with the human nature. Now, this isn't to say it's bad. It's to say simply that when we bring in and we're living out of the higher heart consciousness level, we are living out of the purity of the human nature. Until then, we have elements. We have elements of the higher heart consciousness. It's not an either-or thing. We have elements of both going through this process. But the lower heart consciousness is still present. Now, okay. The lower heart consciousness is where we find sort of the scrambling or the commingling of the animal and human nature. And as the energies on this planet and the universe move higher and higher levels, the souls on the planet are being moved also into higher and higher levels of this evolutionary vibration. And this, when this, con- this is happening now and it's continuing to happen, uh, the energy speeds up the, okay, 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 I got to get this. Uh, okay. As the energies continue to expand, it is touching off, it is uh, triggering, it is activating, okay, thank you, activating the higher heart consciousness energy more and more and more and more and more intensely. And when it does, the lower heart consciousness is being triggered to reach to mix, to become one with that higher heart consciousness energy, okay? Now, what it does is it also triggers off, not also, but it is triggering off the issues, the patterns, our difficulties, the problems we have in our life, made up of the thought forms, the habit imprints, the emotional blueprints, all of that. It presents them into our life, gives us that it processes them out into our outer reality so that we have the opportunity to notice them and to heal them. However, there is a tendency for all of us, especially when we're not aware of what's happening, to allow the energetic baggage to thrive in our lives. This energetic baggage is carrying the lower heart consciousness we hold on to a lot of our difficulties. We, we, we allow them to thrive because we don't really understand what's going on or how to deal with it. But what happens is that it creates almost a battle within each of us. The battle of the lower heart consciousness, that's what we're used to. That's the part that wants to maintain the status quo, is battling the energy of the higher heart consciousness that we carry, that's being triggered, that's being expanded, that is, quote-unquote, pushing us or flowing us into continual processing, okay? This is how the universe or this is how the originating source, this is how evolution works the energies get intensified, which carries us along, which pushes us along, which flows us along. 
I haven't had, have something explains this really well in my second book. Uh, it's called uh, The Paradox. I can't even remember. It's toward the end of the book. Anyway, The Divine Paradox, I think I call it. But um, in any case, we actually have a battle going on within. That's the whole point. That's what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> okay. The hierarchy consciousness it could sort of be viewed as a light that's shining on our what we carry is the lower heart consciousness level, okay? And the lower heart consciousness, the part that isn't fully moved into the purity of this divine love, this expanded, purely human nature, the lower heart consciousness responds to the light by fighting, Okay? Because the lower heart consciousness part of us is what we're familiar with, what we know about, what we can relate to on some levels. So we misinterpret the signals. We have tunnel vision. We literally can go to battle with the higher heart consciousness in an attempt to maintain, like I said, that status quo to to hold us in place. Now, it doesn't mean that any individual who is battling within doesn't mean any individual is messing up or doing anything wrong. It simply means that the individual is receiving the benefit of the speed up of the higher heart consciousness, even though the individual isn't aware. So when you see an individual, and all of ourselves included, that are struggling in some way, the shift in viewpoint is, whoa, that means we've gotten the benefit of this and of this energy, and we now are in the struggle. And knowing that, being aware of it, is hugely helpful because then we can deal with it. And I've been giving you exercises to deal with this sort of thing forever, and we'll continue to give, give you exercises. There, of course, is one today. All right, so that's the exciting thing, that there is evidence all over the place that each of us have been triggered and are receiving this higher frequency energy. Now, for the fifth dimensionals that carry the dual soul nature, it's slightly different because it's lesser intensity for us. We have taken on a facade human soul when we return, but the facade human soul had already was already at the highest level of human. So we already carry the totality of that purity of the human soul. However, as we move through the many, you know, hundreds of thousands of lifetimes that we've been around as interplanetaries carrying that dual soul nature, we have taken on much of the belief systems, much of the uh, ideas and concepts, the hurts and wounds from all of our experiences. I mean, we've taken on so much that it's very similar. We still have to go through the soul mind detox, but we've already experienced first before we graduated to the fifth dimension because you cannot graduate without becoming that pure reaching that human purity, which is living out of that higher heart consciousness level. 
okay? We can't, we couldn't have graduated. So we've already been there. And I think I've mentioned that we've had lives where we were in the future now of this planet. In other words, not in the future on this planet, but on other planets that were further along evolutionarily than, than Earth. So we've already lived out. I think I mentioned that I, I think I've done it four or five times before where I've been on a planet that was ready to move into the fifth dimension, that uh, the solar system was ready. And so I already cleared all my baggage and lived out of that purity of higher heart consciousness and all of that. I've already done that. And all of you have done it at least once. So as far as the higher selves uh, have said that we've, we've all done it. And so there, it should be slightly less intense, slightly easier for us. On some level, we can resonate with the idea that we can do it. That, that at some level, knowing that we can reach the purity of that love uh, and seeing the world in ourselves through that non-judgmental, completely unconditional, loving place, uh, is we know we can do it. And so on some level, it is less intense for us, but on some levels, we have to do the same thing as everyone else. The humanities on this planet who have not yet graduated, they have to do the the dissolving of the animal nature and the moving into and becoming aware and growing into the energetic reality of the pure human soul nature. So they have a little bit of a harder job but it's still difficult no matter how you look at it, okay? Now, the good news is that once we get through it, we'll be able to help those the humanities. That's the whole point. We're doing the superhero number on ourselves first so that we can be ready to help others, okay? Okay, so we're not doing anything wrong. Now, uh, okay, now, the higher selves really encourage us to remain as non-judgmental about ourselves and others as we go through the process because those judgments create additional obstacles and make it more difficult for us to move through our own internal battles and even for others to move through their battles. We are, we're every single individual, wherever they're processing is right and correct for them, for that soul, or they wouldn't be doing it. So we want to take on the different perspective that, as I mentioned, that the experiences that we go through is not about, you know, laying trips on ourselves or, uh, you know, finding ways to find fault. It's just simply to come into that state of awareness and then to utilize the exercises, utilize all that you've learned, whether it's from me or from someone else, to and it, it, it by cooperating because with knowledge is power. So we, being conscious is so huge, guys. So once you're conscious and aware, you have options. If you're not conscious and aware, just think of the millions and billions on the planet that are processing unconsciously because everyone is being triggered. The evolutionary thrust and the energy on this planet affects every soul. It's not just those who are conscious. So they're processing. They, at the soul level, are moving to, they're moving 
to reach that higher heart consciousness awareness, but their lower heart consciousness is holding them back. They're struggling with it, and they have no consciousness, they have no awareness, and they therefore don't know, well, gee, I can help myself. I have something I can do. So trust me, we are so much better off where we are now than, than people who are going through it without any kind of conscious awareness. So anyway, now when we look out into the world, guys, the world at large, there's a lot going on. Just keep in mind that the battles within are going on with every single soul. They're all being pushed or encouraged or struggling to reach that higher level. The higher heart consciousness is attempting to penetrate and bring light to the lower heart consciousness. So, you know, it's not about some big giant being who is some sort of tool of Satan that's doing and creating problems around the world. And I know that's a silly analogy, but it's important to understand that what's happening is happening within each individual. And they're going through their own internal battles and they're playing it in the outer reality in their own way we all are playing out our our difficulties our issues in the outer reality right we're playing it out in our way so is everyone else and so around the planet you're going to see a lot of upheaval it's been happening more and more intensely but the but it isn't a giant conspiracy where someone is going to come in and swoop in and take over the planet. It isn't about that. It's happening at the individual level. And then when you have the collective, collective, whether it's a state or a nation or a, a religion or a you know, politics or a territory, a region, whatever it is, when you have that collective, it's operating in the outer reality, almost like this collective unconscious kind of thing and so the you're going to see this there's just you just can't help it you're going to see it and but we understand what's happening and today in the exercise we're going to give give the give the world some help okay now do know that there are many interplanetaries that are present on the planet who are uh, many of them some of them are conscious and many of them are not and they are also being pulled through. So the interplanetaries are here to help, and they do help, even even ones that aren't totally aren't conscious yet. Um, <clears throat> but the more we become conscious, the more powerful we are, guys. So it's important that we stay centered in our own beingness, okay, and to not to lock down on concepts and ideas because what we start to see the insights we have today the words we have to describe the insights the ideas that we that come into play are what we have today but if we lock into them they can become our, uh, another little prison remember or maybe you won't remember if you haven't heard me say this before but truth the truth doesn't exist because moment to moment, moment to moment, moment to moment, truth evolves and expands and becomes something different. So 
when we sit down, when we have some sort of inspiration or we get some new idea or or, or even information, remember we're bringing it through our own fourth dimensional mind and we want to understand that this is where we are at the moment and it's really valid and important and a, and a step up for us at the moment but next week, next month, next year, we may find it's expanded. So we want to, it, well, it will be expanded. So we don't want to lock into that, those concepts. And that, that goes for exactly what I'm telling you today. The higher self over and over and over again would tell us, don't believe what we say. Don't disbelieve it. Always stand in the center of neutrality. Go within. Only you know what's important for you. Only new, you know where you are, what's, what resonates with you, what's going to help you, all of that. And so, again, I would say that. Take, whether it's something that I give you or something you get for yourself, that's a starting point. You know how when I do my healing, the symbols change. I see a symbol come in, we do the healing, and the symbol starts to shift. If I locked in to the symbol each time, the healing wouldn't progress. If I saw someone come in sitting in a bunch of stones, and then I would, you know, where would we go from there? The the, the soul would just, I would lock in my mind that the soul is sad or depressed or in despair or whatever, and that would limit what help I could give as well. So we don't want to lock into these things. Remain as open and as centered in your beingness as possible. Okay. So. Now. So the higher heart consciousness is the highest level of divine love that we can manage at the human level that we can reach and it emanates from the heart center and it carries with us the power to raise all the consciousness on the planet to touch the evolutionary levels of all the souls. I mean, this is big stuff, guys. So we carry it within and by consciously using it, consciously focusing on it, both for ourselves individually and by focusing it outward, especially when we're in a group. Wow. It's huge. But when we focus consciously on the energy and send it out, we draw in souls that desire to partake of it. You've heard me with the Forever Now moment when we fill it with the divine pure soul essence energy. Souls, legions of souls come and partake of that energy. Well, it's the same here. When we, but this time we're going to send it out. I'm going to do an exercise about this. That's why I'm saying this. We're going to do this exercise. When we send it out, and any soul at every level, no matter how small, no matter how hidden, no matter whether we can see it or sense it or even know about it, it doesn't matter. Any and every soul can move in and partake of that energy, and that will help them in their own evolutionary movement. That will help the souls on this planet with their own internal battles. Now, of course, it's important that we all reaffirm our own purity, our own perfection, and 
that we also partake of that light ourselves. Okay, so we're we're taking it. We're going to partake for ourselves. We're going to create the energy for ourselves and then send it out for others. Okay. So, higher heart consciousness. Just to recap, is love perfected in its purest, most objective form. And it's through higher heart consciousness that souls are lifted consciously or unconsciously into the higher levels of their of purity of their own human nature. So we're going to infuse the, we're going to bring this energy in. I'm going to work it with the power of the miraculous and everything I worked last week. You'll see. It's going to be really intense and powerful. Um we're going to not only assist ourselves, we're going to send it around the planetary system and assist as many souls as we can possibly reach. So let's get started. Okay. I want everyone <coughs> to get comfortable. I know it was kind of hard to digest maybe, but I think you understand, hopefully, basically the higher heart consciousness is the purest form of love we can reach in the human kingdom. We have to reach it in order to have graduated to the fifth dimension, and all humanities that haven't yet graduated have to reach it. It has been triggered and stimulated and activated big time with the evolutionary thrust. And what happens is the lower heart consciousness that we all carry in some fashion is being triggered to be cleansed and cleared, to make room for, to allow the inner penetration of this higher heart consciousness energy into our lives, into our beingness, into our uh, awareness. And so, and we can use this higher heart consciousness for ourselves and for others. And so that's what we're going to do today. Okay. Going to be a little bit different exercise each week. There's going to be some different exercise, and you're going to start to tear your hair out. <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, which one should I be using? You determine. You can determine which one to use, and if you can even use one that you make up. You don't have to use mine. I give you tons of ideas because I use a different one almost every week, but you don't have to use mine. You can use whatever one you want or some variation on a theme, et cetera, et cetera. And right now, I want everyone to take a deep breath, a few deep breaths, just to relax, just to quiet your mind, make yourself comfortable, focus on my voice. And I'm going to ask that each of us move that mind's eye right into the now moment. We're going to set up this now moment. It's already moving into place. The higher selves are extending it around all of us. I do see us on that symbolic rim of the wheel. <clears throat> and the the now moment is encasing the totality of all of us here. Now, I do not see Ryan as yet, but I don't I expect he's he'll be coming in uh when we get to him. In any case, now I'm asking that we use that focus of attention to expand the energy to encompass the totality of the past, present, and future now. Okay? 
And I see that moving into place. And we're going to focus, too, on that symbolic divine sunlight we carry within. The sun is representative of our pure soul essence, the part of us that is all that originating source was, is, and is becoming. And I want everyone to start to focus that light to fill the totality of the to fill the totality of the forever now moment. Okay. It's happening. And again, I do see legions of souls coming in. It's very intense. It's very beautiful. There's some something very, something different going on. I'm not sure yet what, but there's something different going on. There's something more intense now about it. Maybe it's simply bringing in the, the conscious knowledge about the higher heart consciousness. I don't know, but there's something different going on. But whatever it is, either I'll get it at some point or it'll come at a later date. But I now want everyone to focus on the true soul essence. That is that part of us and that I've used the symbol of the heart. Of course, now that symbol is a little bit in conflict with higher heart consciousness. So you do whatever you want. You can still use the symbol. You can use the symbol for both. But um, the let's just focus on the true soul essence, that part of us that's fifth dimensional in nature, that is just as much a part of our, our beingness as the human soul that we carry. So we want to focus on this true soul essence and fill and become one with the the energy and fill the energy in through and around the totality of the forever now moment as well. And with that, we're going to call on the amalgamation of the conglomerate higher selves. Okay. There's just a huge amount of energy moving in. This is a very, very important concept. And I I did get a lot of guidance when I was out walking on Sunday. uh, And I will continue to get guidance. um, And I will tell you about that, uh, the fifth dimensional who has been helping me with this uh, at some later date. Maybe next time. I don't know. I'm just... I'm just not sure how it's going to unfold, but I want you to know there's a tremendous amount of energy moving in through and around the totality of this energetic field, filling the forever now moment and moving us to really not only help ourselves, which is essential, but also to help so many other souls. Okay, now we're at the last place we're going to go is we're moving into the womb of originating source of all there is and this course carries that creative life force energy and we will be using that energy again in this healing i did use it last week and it's very important because it helps to give birth to the miraculous it helps to give birth to the higher heart consciousness it helps to give birth to everything at a higher level so we we using the creative life force energy is extremely important for many, you know, if you think of it, um, and again, it's not about doing it all the time, but I do use it as much as I can. So it's important. Now, um, all right, so now what I want to do is I'm going to set up the rainbow bridge energy. As you recall, it's the energy, we just say, I am the rainbow bridge. And with that, 
all of the chakras of all of the those of us, the past, present, and future listeners that are standing on the rim of the symbolic wheel, all of our chakras are being connected to the chakras of originating source. And this helps bring our chakras into a very high, efficient place. But it is going to be, we're going to use the rainbow bridge portion of it uh, today, as we often do. And I want everyone not only to become aware of the connection of their chakras to the originating source, and I want to just give you a couple of heartbeats of time to become aware of that, to feel that connection, but I now want you to create the bridge using the stream of different colored lights from each chakra. Of course, it's the stream of the divine energy, and we're going to send it out through the solar plexus out. Each of us that are, are going to send it out to the center to the center of this symbolic wheel, right where the hub would be, and right there we're setting up a gigantiola platform, okay? It's a really big platform, and it will expand as it needs to expand, okay? So you don't have to think of it as gigantiola right up front. You just can think of it as whatever size works in your mind's eye, but just know that as it needs to, it will expand whether we're, we're perceiving the expansion or not. Okay. Now, I want you... To, we're going to start by asking from the originating source that we're going to call on higher heart consciousness energy. We are going to ask it to come straight from the originating source of all there is. We carry it all. We all of us carry it within ourselves, but this is a little different exercise this time. So the higher heart consciousness energy is being de-intensified down. It can't come straight into the human kingdom. It would kill us off, literally, because it's too high frequency. So it gets de-intensified down, first by those in the seventh dimension, then those in the sixth, and then the fifth dimensionals de-intensify it down. And it comes in at the highest level of frequency that we can utilize on this planet right now. Okay? So I want you to envision to see, I see it moving in, uh, this huge amount of higher heart consciousness energy. You can visualize it as a pink, and it is flecked with gold and silver sparks. Now, the gold is the masculine principle, the, sil the, the silver is the feminine principle, and they are the two principles that are going to give birth to the higher heart consciousness to wherever we bring it. So it is a beautiful divine energy. It is at the highest level that we can utilize right now on the planet. It is flecked with silver and gold that will give birth to it wherever we bring it. Now, I also want you to infuse into it the power of the miraculous. So we're again going to call the power of the miraculous down from the originating source. We're going to have it infused with the higher heart consciousness. And we're also going to call in the creative life force energy. So these three energies are creating this very intense, very beautiful, very large ball of energy, symbolic ball. And it's 
it's beautiful. It carries serenity. It carries joy. It carries, of course, love and acceptance, uh, value, worth. It carries all of the the energies needed and necessary to do this exercise for us. We also, the last thing we're going to infuse is the desire to be healed. And I saw that just sucked in. It was so interesting. It was just sucked in. And it's now become been brought to a very intense level. And it's part of this energy field. And we want that desire to be healed, to be part of it, so it will help all of the souls, us included, to take the energy in more than we might without having to infuse that desire. So it's going to be, of course, in the highest ideal for each individual. But right now, I want you to call that energy in to you. I want each person on the rim, all the listeners, past, present, and future, to call in that energy, to allow it to move and flow in through and around you, move in through your heart center. Remember the chakra system, our energy exchange points, energies go out and energies flow in. And right now we're asking that this beautiful mixture of energy flow in through our heart center and through any other chakras and start to dissolve, neutralize, make space for this energy becoming a more substantial part of our beingness. Whatever it needs to do, whatever it, you know, whatever it can do, so that we begin to move through the lower heart consciousness areas, dissolve those areas, neutralize them, Free us from the battle within. We want the battle lines with this energy to be dissolved. We want the battles to be no longer. So this energy is coming in and it brings in that peace, the understanding, that the higher viewpoints, the different perspectives, the freeing from the bonds of belief. It was as if I saw just like straps around all of our arms snapping off. And suddenly we can move our arms. We can move and be who we want to be more freely. Healing is moving in at every level. It's moving not only into the body, but into the soul mind. It is moving throughout the totality of who we are, filling this forever now moment and all of the process of our soul, allowing healing to be at a very, very deep level. It's very amazing what's happening. Very amazing. I'm just giving you some more moments to... Feel the energy. You may direct, any one of you may direct it to areas within your life that you specifically want it to move to. We want the miraculous healing. We want the miraculous love, the miraculous expanded perceptions and understanding and wisdom. We want the peace, the serenity, the joy. We want the absolute 
divine acceptance of ourselves for who we are. And all of this is being, is, this energy is moving us all to those places. Wow. And I want you specifically to feel it in the heart area to heal the the hurts, the pains, the wounds, the suffering, the judgments, the feeling bad about ourselves, the lack of self-worth, the lack of self-love, the lack of self-value, and any other lack in your life. Any lack in your life comes from the lack of self-love, bottom line. It's complicated and it carries a lot of other stuff. But if we can love ourselves, all the other lacks will fall away. So we want to work on all of those lacks, especially focusing on the lack of self-love, clearing out that heart center, opening the heart center to the love of the self. And it is doing a great job. I've just been experiencing it myself in my own body. Now I'm just going to take a look around, check out the rim. I'm getting a big thumbs up from the higher self. They are absolutely um, affirming that everyone is doing a good job. Okay. All right. Well, just know that by the end of the exercise, you'll be in the cocoon and this can still go on and you can do it for yourself. You can create your own light. But but before we move on to Ryan, I do want to take this a step further. We want to help others. And we can be working on ourselves simultaneously. This isn't about self-sacrifice. All right, we're standing, uh, we're, we're all standing on the rim symbolically. And the beautiful light, ball of light that we've created on the hub is there. And now we're going to, with a higher self help, we're going to ask that the rainbow bridge move this light out. First, we're going to infuse it on the, into the forest fields around the planet. The force fields, the astral, we're moving this energy to the totality of all the souls on the planet. And the rainbow bridge is the bridge that takes the energy out. It moves in through and around the totality of the planet. I see it literally moving around the planet. It's already there. It's very quick. Divine energy doesn't take but a nano second of that. So it's already there. This beautiful pink energy with the flecks of the gold and silver infused with creative life force, infused with the power of the miraculous, and infused with the desire to be healed is being presented to all souls at all levels. Even if the soul is not yet in, in the human community, this, both, every soul will be helped because every soul will draw in the energy, whatever it's ready for, at its own level. It gives the souls around the planet the opportunity to grow and expand. 
even though they're unconscious of their own higher heart consciousness, they will get that um, that opportunity to, uh, even in, uh, even though they're not conscious, they'll get the opportunity to evolve and expand and to reach and to um, become more and more, carry more and more of that higher heart consciousness energy. I now want you to continue to expand the focus. It's around the planet. Every soul is receiving the energy. I want you now to think about moving this energy out into the atmosphere of the planet. And there are many higher selves that are going to be taking the energy and moving it out not only to the around the planet, but into the human kingdom heavens and into the human kingdom universe. Yeah. We're assisting humans wherever they may be, in or out of body, whatever planet they're on. We're, we're helping to neutralize the astral bands, not only around our planet, but around within the universe and the whole community, the whole human kingdom universe. And interestingly enough, wherever we move this energy, it leaves in place an imprint of itself. So that by working in the now of this moment, which we're doing, we are providing the higher heart consciousness energy for future generations throughout the human community, throughout the community of the four lower kingdoms, So that imprint, those imprints will always be there. And I can see it's as if in my mind's eye, I see the whole universe turning this beautiful, incredibly beautiful uh, pink with those flecks encompassing, moving in through and around the totality of all the galaxies. It moves and to wherever there is uh, life forms, even if the planet hasn't yet um, reached a frequency where it's housing the human community. It's still housing life forms of whatever level, mineral, plant, animal, whatever. It, the energy is moving to reach all of those souls. In this way, we're working with the higher selves, with the originating source, with our pure soul essence. We're cooperating. We're not only facilitating our own healing, but the healing others. This is a very active participation. It's definitely a step forward rather than just knowing, well, if I'm in the grocery store, I'm giving out the fifth dimensional energy and so I'm healing others. This is another step forward. This is actively, consciously using the energy that we have access to not only within ourselves, but from the infinite resource of originating source. We are able to use this energy to more consciously and more powerfully help ourselves and help others. I want all of you to remain in that place, uh, remain in frequency, remain in this this conscious uh, meditative state. And right now, the higher selves are indicating that Ryan is coming in. They're bringing him over the Rainbow Bridge, and he's being placed on the same hub symbolically right in the center of that energy that's there. Now, even though we've used the energy, it's an endless resource, we never run out. So the so Ryan is standing right there in that energy, and it's 
he's at the center of it, and there's so much of it that it's almost hard for me to perceive him. He's there, though. Okay, and I'm not sure where the higher selves are going to take me with this, but let's just give Ryan a little some moments here to uh, process the energy. It's almost like he's gone into a state of um, incubation or something, or uh, sleep, you know, uh, because it's so powerful. But the higher selves are showing me, at least, that he is now, quote-unquote, waking up. Uh, he's first it sort of hit him, and he just kind of went into sort of a state of stun. Uh, he's was feeling and absorbing and, and, and experiencing the energy. And now he's symbolically opened his eyes, and he's looking around him, and he's trying to figure out what's happening, what's going on, that kind of thing. And and with him opening his eyes, somehow the energy that he's standing in has become so clear, I can see him very clearly. It's not sort of clouded by so much of the uh, higher heart consciousness energy. But he continues to stand in it. It hasn't gone away. It's just like it's gone from opaque to very clear. So I can see him. And he's just kind of looking. Now, he's been here before, but there is, he he still looks confused. I mean, I, I probably would have expected that he would be thinking, oh, well, I'm back here again. But I don't feel that. There's a sense of confusion. And I think it's because of the way he came in, standing in the energy first. It was, it's a little different experience. I can tell he's extremely intelligent. Um, that is first thing that's coming to me is that Ryan is very, very intelligent. And, um, okay, okay, now I'm getting it. The higher selves want to indicate, are indicating to me that Ryan is, um, he is a fifth dimensional, by the way, not that it makes much difference, but he is living out of the lower heart consciousness for the most part. It is a place where he's felt safe He's had, as I'm sure has come up in the other uh, healings, he's had a tremendously difficult pattern that led to this kind of mental uh, issues and mental problems. And those he brought in, at the soul level, he brought in uh, because, because of whatever, and they're not giving me that now, so I must have gotten something on that before. But in any case, Right now, it's clear, and the higher selves are indicating to me that he's living out of the lower heart consciousness. He doesn't carry the animal nature, but he's taken on so much of the misunderstandings and the belief systems and all of that that are part of the lower heart consciousness that he is carrying that that energetic baggage, and he's living out of that lower heart consciousness consciousness uh, place. Um, this is what's carrying the victim pattern. This is what's carrying the mental illness. This is what's carrying what he is processing on the outer reality. Part of going to jail was this uh, came from the the higher heart consciousness becoming triggered and pushing. Uh, pushing is maybe not a good word, but stimulating the 
lower heart consciousness to manifest in the outer reality so that there's just opportunities to heal. Now, when you have mental illness, it's very difficult to use that kind of opportunity. And he thrived in the lower heart consciousness arena when he was um, before he got put to jail. And unfortunately, it did bring him to the point where he was put into put in jail. And the So now, by standing in the center of this energy, which the higher heart consciousness energy, with that desire to heal, he is being uh, a tremendous amount of help going on for him right now. Um, Okay, let me see what else I can get here. It's working really hard on his heart area. A lot of pain there. A lot of the suffering. A lot of the need to hide behind. A lot of need to hide behind um, the illness. To use the illness. There's a lot of need there because there's so the, the lack of self-love is very intense. Uh, he doesn't feel good about himself. He may come across as, at times as knowing everything or being arrogant or having all the answers or however you want to phrase it. But underneath, he, he is uh, he's not connected to self-love. And so the energy is moving in just to dissolve away the lack of self-love. And it's really powerful. It's really helping. It's it's part of what was holding on to the status quo of continuing, not wanting to be self-responsible, blaming others for his problems, being the victim, all of that sort of thing. And so he's he's really that self that lack of self-love is being really intensely worked on. And it looks to me sort of like that old image that I've used about the liquid plumber. It looks like this light is just going in and starting to dissolve this huge clog in his higher, in his heart chakra area. And it's worked through whatever it was working through, whatever the clog was, and it's now starting to shoot out and it's really beginning to clear. And as it clears the lack of self-love and all that entails, because it's directly and indirectly aligned with a lot of other lacks, as I've mentioned, um, it's moving in, this higher heart consciousness energy is moving in to bring that miraculous shift for him in his life. Now, it is also working on his etheric bodies, the habits, the emotional blueprints, and the thought forms all mixed into the altered realities that he's carrying. And it's really working on those two. And I do see a lot of those being sort of sizzled, symbolically sizzled away. So it's really working to bring the miraculous into the of his life pattern. I want to call in. I want to add for him. 
I don't know why I'm this came up because I it but it did. I want to call in both divine reason and divine sanity. Because he has those. He's he has had lives where he's had reason and he's been sane, you know, where he hasn't always carried this pattern. But they've been overshadowed and the the other has been intensified and more entrenched. So what we want to do is we want to empower those parts of him that are that carry the reason being reasonable in the sanity. I keep seeing it's continuing to move. He's really letting a lot go. And it's not only coming out of the heart center now. I feel it moving up the chest, out of the throat, out of the mouth, out of the top of the head. I like seeing things coming out the top of the head because in my mind, they often include some of the beliefs and disbeliefs that hold us prisoner. Like, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. You have to do it for me. You know, the, the, the things, the, the, those belief systems or those self-identities that tend to, uh, that are part of what keep us holding on to that lower heart consciousness, those areas that we want to stay in the status quo. We're not ready for whatever reason to move into a higher state of self-love and love of others. So we hold on to that old stuff. And so when I see stuff coming out of the top of the head, it feels really good to me. And I don't see it all the time. It doesn't mean it's not there, but I do see it for for Ryan at this point. I also see things coming out of the brow chakra area. He's really cleaning and cleansing a lot. Now, let me see if I can get some more of what's happening for him. I'm seeing a lot of anger coming up. He's just angry at the world. He's angry at the universe. He's angry, angry, angry. He has this big thing about why me. And that's understandable. He's been through very difficult lives. We're not getting into that here clearly. I think in past lives, uh, past healings for him that I have. Uh, but he's had some very difficult lives. And he, though most of those lives, there was no concept that we bring in what at the soul level we want to bring in, that we're responsible for what happens to us. There was never any concept. So it was always about somebody else doing it to us. And this has to do, this is part of the victim pattern, part of the viewpoint that we're helpless, we're powerless. It's somebody else doing it to us. And why the heck did we deserve it? Why? What did we do? And he has that very deep, deep anger, I would say, rage about why me? What did I do to deserve it? It's not my fault. It's not me. It's it's somebody else's fault. The, again, the, the victim victimizer. And the... And so I want to call out the misunderstandings, the misconceptions, the misinterpretations of that why me, all known and unknown, direct and indirect, because that's where it comes from. We've misinterpreted, misconceived of things because we didn't have the choice to think of it otherwise. There were no viewpoints out there. Now, maybe we we might pick one up on our own, especially because he was a fifth dimensional but virtually no one or very few would ever 
think that way and we we feel isolated because why doesn't everybody else see it like that that kind of thing and then we start to doubt ourselves well it must be us we're just wrong and so all of that i want to be released for ryan because he is extremely intelligent that just keeps coming up for me that he is extremely intelligent he has a uh, and a mind that can really focus and that mind of his is a double-edged sword in a way because it also focuses enables him to focus his paranoia and come up with facts and figures and reasons and all sorts of things that uh, validate what he's paranoid about validate that he should be paranoid so what but there there has to be the other side of it and i want that intelligence to be triggered for with the divine sanity and the divine reason so that he can move to expand into new viewpoints and new ideas and new concepts the clarity of vision and the the expanded perception we want all of that to come into play I'm being reminded of the movie A Beautiful Mind where that, I think it's based on a true story where that professor, I think he was a math professor played by Russell Crowe, became paranoid. He he became paranoid, whatever, and he had a psychotic break and he figured it out after years. <laughs> he figured out for himself that his the delusion of the people that he kept talking to him never aged. And he finally figured out they were delusions. I think that's how it went. So if I'm misinterpreting the movie, you know, it was a long time ago. But he used his own incredible mind to figure it out. And in the same way, I'm thinking we can use that intelligence that Ryan has and encourage him uh, by infusing and empowering all the positives in the highest ideal that it bring him to a state that he can figure some of this out on his own. Of course, he has Robin by his side who will slowly, you know, plant seeds and ideas for him. Um, But I feel really good about what's going on now. He's completely full with his beautiful pink energy it's it's seeking out and searching all the areas in his soul physical soul mind body what needs healing and remember it's carrying that desire to be healed so that he will be taking it in hopefully uh, in a more intense and more a deeper level than we've utilized before And I do see it permeating the totality of who he is at the soul level. And interestingly enough, there is a familiarity for him with this energy. And I did mention it earlier that we've all been here. We all know what it's like to live out of that higher heart consciousness and its purity. We had to do it before we transformed and moved into the fifth dimensional realm. And we've done it in the on planets that are in the future now, this planet. So we are... There's a sense of familiarity for him, which is so interesting. 
he really feels comfortable with this energy in a way because it feels familiar. And this is very exciting to me. And I appreciate the opportunity to do this healing because I think I'm going to be using this healing, this energy in a lot of people. So, because that sense of familiarity makes it easier to take in. Okay, well, it's um, the higher self, they're actually putting the cocoon of energy around him, and they've also put it around all of us around the rim. Um, the healing is continuing to, to move forward, but they are giving an opportunity, because Robin is here on the phone, they want to give opportunity to speak with Robin, and um, both about Ryan's healing and anything about the higher health higher heart consciousness should she wish to come on um but also if she doesn't it's fine there's so much energy has been processed today that we need time to acclimate guys so they're in essence saying you know we've had a very intense session i think you know we've we've done enough if robin wants to say something go ahead and push that button what i think it's one or star one or Oh, she is ready to talk. Okay. Um, but anyway, let's see what Robin has to say. I'm turning your mic on. Hi, kiddo. Hi, Janet. <clears throat> wow. That was a that is a powerful um healing that that's happening. And uh I I'm, I'm just so uh, grateful that uh Ryan you know, Ryan got a chance to partake of that, of this beautiful, beautiful healing energy. And, um, I, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just really grateful. I think you can understand how frustrating and hard it is for me uh, dealing with him because we're so, we're in such different places that it's a it's a very it's a very difficult you know frustrating relationship but but I desperately love him and want him the best for him and I just um I just feel this work will you know I just want to heal myself and be as strong and healthy and as I can so that I can model for him whatever I can model for him and make some peace with myself that I don't, you know, I'm doing the best I can. It is what it is. We both have our processes and um, just to be be able to be content with with that to not get into a lot of guilt or sadness or regret or shame just to just to be you know live in the moment um do the best we can and be grateful that we have this help 
and um, and these tools to work on ourselves during um, during this lifetime. And when you said at the beginning of the program, you know, I I I kind of forgot that from last week's program when we worked with the the, the power of the miraculous to to focus on one thing and practice it for a week. Immediately, what came to me was to transform my relationship with Ryan so that I'm not so so that you know on the one hand I want him to heal as much as he can, and on the other hand I want it to not bring me down so much as it has in the past. And I know I'm getting stronger and I'm getting better, and I'm as I said I'm been working on cutting the cords from my sense of over-responsibility and just trying to come into my own awareness of that he has his path and I have my path and I am not responsible for what he is going through. You know, that's I think that in the beginning when all the problems started with him, of course, as a mother, I think, oh, my God, what did I do? You know, this is my fault. Okay. I had right. I had my own issues dealing with it, but I've come a long way, and I just ah. need to, yeah, I just need to continue to to kind of cut the 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 emotional blueprints, that enmeshment, that unhealthy enmeshment of over responsibility and. Uh, you know, and just let him let him go and let him go through his process as best I can. And that your, your your approach is exactly right to work on yourself, which is what you're doing. And this 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 exercise today was first focused on ourselves, and then allow in this case, you know, we're getting a little funny sound. Do you have the? Oh, here. Uh, is that better? Yeah, that's better. Um, okay. And then we then we work on Ryan, or we work on others to help heal them. And the the healing both sides is going to be much more effective at healing the relationship itself. And that's exactly what you were saying. You're you know you've got the perfect approach. There's I the the lower well, heart. And- this is where guilt lives, where obligation, you know, the you know, thinking that love means obligation or thinking that love means you know, all these these ideas that we we have or we have had about love, uh, you know, they have to fix it for us. If they love us, they're going to fix us. You know, that kind of thing. And those all of that kind of stuff is in the lower heart consciousness and we're all moving that out. We're all in the process of triggering anything in the out of reality that's going to be our opportunity to move out and dissolve. And that's exactly what you're doing, Robin. Exactly. Right. And I, 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 you know, I think that I, that's so, it makes it so much clearer because, you know, it's easy for me to also get into, because this relationship is so difficult, um, just you know, for me to think, why me? And you know, this is this is so uh, 
this is this is such a, a bummer in my life and all. But so then, but since I know that I co-created this relationship, you know, another spin on it, and I think what comes more from the higher heart consciousness is the uh, is the feeling that you know I I can look at this relationship and and be grateful that it's triggering in me all the things I need to release to evolve and grow in my own evolution and um, exactly so I, I'm trying you know now more to have a more expanded perception uh, of the relationship where I'm more thinking about being in gratitude and uh, for what it's triggering in me to grow and then as I do get triggered for dealing with those triggers as they come up and just working on that to, to heal myself as well. And so, you know, it... it I do want to uh, say that it doesn't mean that it isn't frustrating at times. You know, we're not going to be at the end of the, <laughs> the end goal right away. And so when you do ahead. get frustrated, it is important to know, okay, that's going to happen, but it's not a reason for me to, you know, dump on myself. <laughs> so I do want to remind you that, um, and I think you know that, but it's going to be frustrating sometimes, but there's movement. It's, it, there's already been movement. I've already seen it in you a lot. And hopefully there'll be some shifts in the relationship when Ryan gets out of jail. A week, it's so quick. I mean, it's close. <laughs> I know, I know, a week, a week from today. So, But this healing was wonderful. It was beautiful. It was powerful. And I think I can continue to work with it in the future. This energy that, that you've introduced is just, you know, again, the energies lately in, in the shows have just been so powerful and so... Oh, so uplifting and just trans transformative. I'm just, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to the higher oh. selves and everyone. Um, I just really felt it very powerfully today, and I'm, again, just so grateful that Ryan got a chance to bathe in that beautiful, beautiful energy, and, yeah. That's, yeah, me too. Well, I'm I'm glad. Yeah. I'm so glad that you know because it worked so perfectly because he was an example as the higher self said right off the bat. He was an example of really manifesting the lower heart consciousness, um, and he has this opportunity now because because of what's going on to 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 move forward. And he took it in. He took mm, it in. Yes. Yes, that's that's wonderful. That was that's, and it's interesting what what you said about you know that he had a certain familiarity about it too. Yeah, that was unexpected. There was something very familiar. There was a comfort level for him, which of course, as I said, helps when we feel comfortable with something and it doesn't feel strange. We're more apt to take it in, which is what he was doing. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's great. Well, thank you again so much. And, You're uh, so welcome. All, all right. right. Very, okay, very good. Well, thank okay. you for sharing. <laughs> I know sometimes it's hard to come back and really be <laughs> articulate. <laughs> <after those laughs> but you did a great job, and I appreciate it. I know the listeners did appreciate it also. Okay, so, uh, very good. So with that, I I'm certainly gonna... do, too. Oh, Okay. Night. Cool. Anyway, so I'm going to turn the mic, your mic off.
and okay. just say the goodbyes to everyone like I do okay. every week. Okay? okay? All right. Okay. I love you. Bye-bye. Too. Okay. Bye. I love you, too. Bye. Okay. Well, that was intense. I hope and some more of you enjoyed it and got a lot out of it. I felt just tremendously good about it. I'm just so excited about where I'm going this this year. And I thank I just cannot thank the listeners and the radio show more because I feel it's been part and parcel with my own personal evolvement, my own personal growth, my own personal self-acceptance. And you know, I just feel like we're building this community and I just thank you all for being part of it. Even though I worked really hard trying to pull together six new shows and I really only got to one because I did so much reading, I, it just, you know, I'm reminded of all the exercises, all the information because I'm needing to go through it. So I bring it into the healing. It helps me too. I'm using it myself. When I work on me personally and, and the other, my you know, my friends and family and my clients. So making the commitment to this show has been one of the best things I've ever done. And I want to thank everyone for being a part of it. Just really, really, really thank you. And so with that, I'm going to say goodbye for this week. Just know that I love you all. And anybody who wants to email me, please do at Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com. Next week, I will tell you what's going on. There's a lot going on in my life right now. But I just have, haven't had time. So next week, but do send me an email. You have questions, feedback, concerns, comments, anything. You want a healing, um, please do send me an email, Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Okay. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye and lots of love to you all. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.